0: Have a buzz for the wreck. Yeah, I don't. <laughs> by by time. episode three is be like,
1: wow!
2: I know that's how <laughs> I feel. I was like, that's what always happens in the third session because by the end of the second one, I'm always like, good thing we're not playing anymore because I don't know what the fuck is going on. Look at this. I was in when I was in Iceland. I was walking around and this lens. I was just walking. I didn't hit it or anything. It just went. And it just fell right out, and I was like, "What the fuck?" The temperature. It was from the temperature, yeah. but I took it to an eye doctor and, or not an optometrist. And I was like, uh, "Hey, my lens just fucking fell out. I had like squeezed it back in there." She barely spoke English, but she was showing me that there's some space, and oh. she was saying, it, it, "She was saying it's too small. They mm-hmm. cut it too small." Oh. Are you huh. fucking with me? I gotta be in Iceland for another seven days, and my lens is just gonna keep like. Super <laughs> <laughs> glue. Luckily, it hit the ground like three times and oh, never glue. broke.
3: That's really good.
2: Yeah, super glue.
3: Is I a had good my good old glasses. glasses. <laughs> just like. Well, Why do you need
0: new glasses? Like, well, I don't like yeah. them in particular.
2: Don't, don't you have some half frames?
0: Oh, they—I broke them. <gasps> I, uh, I really liked those. I, I love them. I like um, those but I was though. at a wedding and oh yeah. fell on your face drunk. Oh, who knows? Um, I was who told knows? the next day, like, I loved your Britney choreography. And I was like, perfect. Fuck. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
2: oh,
0: shit. Perfect. I don't remember that, but um, it's all but no, I woke up in the morning and... Um, I remember trying to wake you up just for you to do a tequila shot. Like, wake up and do this shot. <laughs> and it's like, what the fuck, fuck is the point like of that? that? Of, like, waking up... And, Taking uh, a shot and, uh, and going and to, go to bed? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, shit. In my sleep. yeah. Um, wake up and do this alcohol. And my glasses were perfectly... Like this beside the bed. And I was like, oh, good. My glasses. And I put time by And they were they like, just cracked apart? into pieces. And <laughs>
4: like, Dude, like, oh. You know the worst part about weddings is when people ask you to be involved with them? Hate it. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> hate
0: fucking it. Fucking all I do is officiate weddings. Yep. <laughs> all <laughs> I do is officiate. I've done two.
4: It's <laughs> <laughs> <All laughs> not but fucking yeah. stop.
0: <laughs> it's a lot. Every time.
1: It feels like you have got
0: two
2: more to do. do. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm doing two more this year. Nice. And then going to two other ones barf and so are you
2: I know <laughs> okay y'all want to play D&D not really okay cool.
1: <laughs>
3: all right, I'll play part <laughs> I don't know if I can do the voice, but I can try to be Guy. Hi, guys, it's me, Guy. Is that good?
2: You guys audition for Guy real quick. <laughs>
3: <laughs> try yeah. it. Can I hear it first? Uh, oh, okay. yeah, you do it. Let and me, then give, let us, yeah. give us a sound bite, and then we'll
4: try. The key to doing the Guy voice is to eat gravel for breakfast. Okay,
3: <laughs> okay. that the key to doing the Guy voice is that mine's too feminine, so it's, maybe I'm Guy's
4: sister, Guy. You <laughs> slowly went <into> like,
2: Kentucky mess.
4: <laughs> That's pretty much
3: Southern is what
2: I
4: do. You just turned into Mr. Mackey. Hit it, Alan. Dirt, guy.
2: Can you do it a guy for That's not bad. That was really good. That was good. Can you do it a guy
5: <laughs> <laughs> Jonathan's, like, setting his jaw. Hang on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, I
4: can't. <laughs> the key to doing yeah, the guy can. voice is eating gravel for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> the voice is seriously just Kenny Rogers from Kenny Rogers decade. The fact that it's that
2: simple for you in your mind, the equation is just <laughs> it's Kenny Rogers <laughs> is yeah. just blowing my damn mind I I where You should Rogers be the DM. Whatever, I can't I even I do a fucking I Jamaican have accent.
3: I have no fucking clue. <laughs>
2: uh, hey guys, I feel fucking crazy. I've had four cups of coffee, one glass of water, and I just started working on my beer welcome to hit dice oh my god hit dice huh episode 48 huh last time on hit dice um dice envy sponsored us and they did it the last time for like 12 times and you know head over to their website diceenvy.com look at some dice they got a lot they got wood dice metal dice colorful pretty dice like the ones that i have that I love, Mm -hmm. and uh, you're going to get 10% off by entering the code HITDICEPOD at checkout. Also, follow us on social media, because we do a bunch of fucking giveaways, and you're stupid if you're not following us, and leave a review in the iTunes store. I think that was my most convincing pitch yet. Probably. Last week, on HITDICEPOD, you guys are chilling out with Frog March. Frog March led you all out into the tundra, into the wilderness. You all are trying to make your way to the Monastery of the Yellow Rose. Uh, You had a pretty difficult first two days. It's luckily, you, Yeah, it's cold as fuck, but luckily you had Lehman's Tiny Hut, which just totally fucked up the danger of this way, so <laughs> the benefit being that, what you all discussed, the benefit of going this way would be that if there is someone who's up to no good, they're not going to know that you're coming, because you're not taking the main road. The cons are, there are giant snow spiders, there are mephits, they're giants who want to toy with you, the <laughs> weather is brutal, and you're sort of out here all alone with only the provisions and, that you brought in the clothes on your back, but uh, you impressed some Frost giants. You killed one of their winter wolves. They sent Frog March a running on one back toward town, and they told you to seek out Marika. And that if you followed the edge of the glacier instead of walking through <coughs> the middle of it, you'd have an easier time. That there are there are less things the further you get into this glacier too. Like all the things that are alive are going to be on the border of it, if you will. Nothing's really going to journey seven days in here and hope that food's just going to roll up into its spider nest. Uh, so they told you to keep journeying forward and to stick to the edge of the glacier, and that you would find Marika directly beneath the monastery of the Yellow Rose. So that's where you guys are. The winds are howling. These giants just walked off into the distance. Uh, This raging wind is just constantly like blowing around you, ripping at you. You can't see three feet in front of your eyeballs. It's so thick, and this storm has been raging since you got to Mole Master, just outside of it, actually. So for about four straight days, this storm has been barraging you all. It's hard to see. It's hard to walk. You can't feel your lips. They're probably chapped and bleeding, and uh, your fingers are so cold that it hurts to move them. But you're standing, you're standing here in the middle of this tundra, this arctic tundra of awesome. this glacier. We're
3: close to the...
2: You're still uh, you're still about five days out from the. Oh, I thought
3: they brought us like right. So we've already slept. We just have to follow the. um, You slept.
2: uh, You did not know. You didn't have a long rest after the winter. After the giant fight. No, you're still you're still standing here. They just walked away from you. You did get a long rest before that fight, but whatever your sheets are at now is probably pretty accurate. Yeah, not bad. Sorry.
3: Um. So we need to follow the edge of the glacier and press on. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's all we
3: got. Everybody okay? Does anybody need anything? I'm, okay.
0: I'm decent. I'm a little lowish. Well, I've 31 health. <laughs>
3: I felt better. <laughs> I have the same.
0: <laughs> Alright, yeah, let's let's press on.
4: I'm already dead.
0: <laughs> okay.
4: Well, I mean yeah, I mean, assume we know, that well, hey, the gods yeah, right. won't hey, let us know. <laughs> since
0: uh, why don't I do a uh, perception check just to make sure there aren't any other things that want to kill us. Giants lie to us. That's a seventeen.
2: Two perception? So as you look out, it is a whiteout, but uh, you have noticed that when you were in this whiteout, if there is something that is on the horizon that's at least reasonably close, you can usually see its silhouette in the snow, and it just seems like a little bit of a disturbance, but you're not seeing any of that static. You're not seeing any breakup in the storm. So as far as you can tell immediately around you, you don't think there's anything. There may be mountains in the distance. It's really hard to tell what's on the horizon, the thin bit of it, when like the wind blows the snow the opposite direction and you can get a clear sight through. But for the time being, you feel like there is nothing really around you. You can hear... Over the wind, you can hear some howling that's coming from the distance, most likely also the wind. And every once in a while, you can sh- hear this deep, hearty chuckle coming from the direction that the giants walked in. But it's just carried on the wind, Fuck and it's giants. quickly <laughs> swept away as it comes. But for now, you feel like you're safe.
3: Yeah, can we tell, like, we're on the edge of the glacier now? Uh,
2: someone could roll a survival.
3: Hey, who's good at that? Guy, can you guide us? Gui- guide us?
2: Nine. No, yeah. Can't. Uh, so, So Guy... Um, yep. <laughs> Guy no. been, he's been reading some sort of weird book and not paying attention, and his buffaloes are rattling. And he doesn't get down off the buffalo to see like anything that is immediately around you, and he's like, "I, I think we're pretty close."
1: <laughs> oh.
4: dear, That was a
0: horrible voice.
2: I think we're pretty close. <laughs> uh, so you guys think you're pretty close. Okay. Cool. Right yeah. on. We'll just press on, I guess. Yeah. Okay. As you're pressing on, you do walk up and you get, uh, it's not pretty close. As you guys are walking, you're like, what the fuck? And you walk around for circles for a while. Yeah. As a matter of fact, it takes a full day. Everybody uh, is going to roll a constitution saving throw for roll, me roll, roll. as you were all trying to find your way to the edge of this.
3: All right. Dice envy dice. Ah.
2: Oh, what'd Family. you get?
3: Patches? Ooh.
2: Uh, Everybody's making nice noises. Mod exactly. 20. Nice. 21 nice Arwel? 12 okay guy 11 a little gumble is in Patch's uh, clothes he prefers to stay there you can see his head poke out sometimes uh, yeah. but uh, being a little reptilian pseudo dragon he is cold-blooded and so he sticks really closely to your body his little claws and his little wings are freezing against your skin it's like when someone's feet touch you in the bed everybody? Succeeds. Woo! So nobody takes a level of exhaustion, but you are frustrated nonetheless. Guy has led you in circles, but at the end of the day, like, who could really manage their way through this storm? Who made me the fucking leader? <laughs> so, That's uh, on y'all. Skeletal Buffalo yeah, is rattling danger. around. He has this big, black-feathered saddle on the back, but eventually you do find the edge of this glacier. And I will let you all... Choose once more uh, who's going to roll the survival to see if you can stick straight to the edge of it without becoming lost for the next um, three days. Uh, probably don't. the ranger. Not yeah.
3: me, because negative.
4: Maybe if you gave me some bardic inspiration on the roll. Maybe if you sang a song about it. <laughs> I mean, fuck it, I'll roll survival. As hey, mod is. you better
3: stupid, not suck at leading us on the glacier.
4: Let's see if I know she more. We haven't Mary hung Day out for to you in a
3: while, but I'm sure you can make it.
4: 17 plus 5 yeah. Holy shit With a
2: 23 You guys are able To trek through this You get 3 long rests Because of 22. Liam and Tiny Hut And the way that I know You're going to recharge it So we're not going to worry about it You're able to use it Every night You're able mm-hmm. to sleep warm And comfortably That snow off Oh that melts shit's off. third
3: level I can do that twice a day <laughs>
2: You dry your clothes, uh, you do stick to the edge of the glacier, and you do find that the giants were truthful in telling you that that. the further in that you got, the less perilous it was. Mm -hmm. Because creatures will not walk this far out to find food on the glacier. They'll walk one or two days out maybe, but five days is unheard of. They would die. And the food is just too scarce. So you have three uninterrupted days of travel after this. And as you are coming up to the edge of the glacier, you start to notice it breaking up. The storm is roaring around it, but it's not roaring quite as hard for this last day. And you can tell the difference. It is a tangible difference on how hard that wind is hitting you, how hard that snow and that ice and that sleet is falling in your faces. Gumble and buffalo have been squeaking and chirping and purring, and buffalo's just been rattling and uh, (sighs) snorting, skeletal snorts. Somehow with no lungs. And you realize... That the reason that the storm isn't beating down on you as hard is because there is an enormous cliff face that is shielding you from some of it. As you walk up to this cliff face, you were just looking straight up this motherfucker. You can't see all the way up, but you can tell that these rocks rise far above you. And they don't rise into the clouds, but they rise into the white void that this storm creates. And you can see those winds whipping around you. The sun glares off of the snow, though you can't see the orb in the sky, but even the smallest bit of light refracted off of this bright white snow is really painful and it makes it really hard to see. Your faces are all windburned at best and your fingers are all numb. And just traveling through this is... Even with a warm shelter at night, it's really hard on your bodies. And so even this little bit of reprieve from the wind is really, really nice. And where the edge of this tundra meets, you can see ice floating. You can't see all the way down to the water, which would indicate that these glaciers are very high up and that you are very high above whatever water may be below it. But you can certainly hear them crashing. And you can hear the waves washing up against this. And right on that line, like right where the line of the glacier falls and you can tell where that water is, right where it connects to this cliff, you can see a little opening just at the bottom of it, and an orange glow coming out.
4: Glow Let's turn dying. back, guys. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I do. I think we should approach it carefully in yeah. case it's a decoy. To a t- trap to lure people in that are unaware.s Okay, but I sure I hope to the gods they have some good moisturizer cool. at this moment. <laughs> <of laughs>
0: the- I am this bitch is ashy.
3: You <laughs> right?
2: You
0: uh, <laughs>
2: opening for this? You can roll a perception. Yeah.
0: Cool. I was going to send Ori, but I also want her to be stealthily or stealthful. Okay, uh, so um,
2: roll her stealth and then roll her perception.
0: Cool. Um, also, mm-hmm. would you allow me to do it with advantage since she's a white snow owl?
2: With stealth? Or stealth? Absolutely. Okay, it's a great question. Mod 20 for stealth. As soon as she leaves your shoulder, you all are like... <laughs> what the fuck is that? Yeah. yeah. She, she gone. disappears into this storm. Cool. Um, And then mod twenty four. And Arwel is saying to her eyes and as she rushes up and against this, do you want her to just investigate how far away it is and what it looks like or do you want her to try and get I'm, inside? I want her to... Go up close to it. Would you allow me to see, like, if there's anything weird as she's getting closer? Because I will send her further in. For sure. But if she goes in, you'll have to roll another stealth because she's no longer in the storm. Go by it and then come back. Okay. So as she goes by this thing, she swoops, and you think that this is about 160 feet away from you, also like half a football field. Mm-hmm. As she gets up, you realize that the snow—it's not melted around the front of it, and that there are intricate carvings all around the outside of this interior. They don't seem to be glowing. They seem to be still. Um, you don't notice the snow bouncing off of it or anything like that everything seems to be acting normally around this but there is a glow coming from the inside of this and it's about as bright where Ori is as where you all can see it and the only reason that you're able to see it so far away is because it's the only color other than white you all have seen in the past week Uh, but you're able to see this small light and as Ori gets up to it you think that whatever is creating this if it is a fire it's a very small fire and it's meant to be small but inside it looks dry and it looks warm it doesn't look wet and cold and icy.
0: Yeah, I pass all the information along, and especially like the glyphs. So we should probably enter carefully.
3: Mm-hmm. Maybe approach and ask. Yeah,
0: or yeah, I can bring up some detect magic and but see. I'm
3: pretty sure that Frog March told us that this is where we would find the way in, if I'm yeah. remembering correctly. So,
2: are we gonna cautiously approach, cautiously approach? and give it a try? Yeah. yeah. Are you all stealthing, or are you just like
0: taking slow steps? I think we're just steps? gonna walk like to up stealth. unthreateningly.
2: Okay. Or do you want to stealth? I'm gonna kind of stealth. I'll
0: just hide okay. in
3: patches, patches. I mean, I'll have fucking blue hair, so we'll see. Patches will stealth. <laughs> Are we all stealthing?
4: I am. I'm not going to worry about it because people are going to see a giant skeleton buffalo walking around. Are you going to hang back? Nah, I'm just going to walk. You're just going to
2: walk beside your stealthing party with your rattling buffalo? Yeah. Hell yeah.
4: Like, <laughs> I dig it. Inside of the
2: buffalo with yeah.
1: like feet like
2: <laughs> yeah. I love that. Are you really in its chest sure, cavity? I yes, okay, it. so Arwel's in the buffalo's chest cavity. I guess Ori would sit on your shoulders while that's happening? I'll just happening? put her in her pocket. Dimension. Oh, she's yeah. gone. Yeah, she comes back through the snow. Uh, Arwell climbs up into the chest cavity of buffalo and you rolled a what? 16. Yeah, 16's pretty good. So Arwel's like, <laughs> it's hard to see him. The cow pelt is covering you. The feathers are pretty distracting. Guy's up on the top of it. Do you only have furs on your pants? Like, are your pecs and shit still out in this weather?
4: No, I have some sort of okay. armor on at this
2: uh, point. What'd you roll, Patches?
4: 27.
2: <laughs> <laughs> patches, <laughs> like, rolls to the side, and you're, like, not even with the party. You guys are not sure where Patches is. Patches. He's out man. in the snow somewhere. <laughs> oh, he's in black.
1: He needs to get lost, <laughs> I know, right?
3: You go. <laughs> um, I rolled a 16.
2: And yeah. a 16, so two 16s. Uh, yeah, as you all walk up to this place, Calissa, how, would, how are you stealthing?
3: Um, I'm just trying to, like... As the wind gusts, like, stay in little clumps of snow. I've taken my hair and braided it back and tucked it in so there's not, like, blue flying all around me. Okay.
2: (laughs) Okay. (laughs) And I'm sort
3: of, I'm going to get over to the cliff face and sort of slide along that instead of making a direct approach to the light.
2: You you get up to the front, and no one has approached you at this point. Mm -hmm. But you're standing directly in front of the cave. But as far as anyone knows, as far as you all think and hope, Guy is the only obvious one here. Mm-hmm. So, Guy, on your buffalo, you were sitting, I mean, the cave face. You could just take one more step, and you would cross its threshold and be inside. i do that. What? Oh. I'm jumping out of the buffalo. You see, Arwell, so Buffalo Ooh. goes to walk in. Arl tucks, hits the ground, rolls, <laughs> and he's like in the snow and gone. <laughs> Callista gathers
3: him up under her cloak with her tail real quick.
2: <laughs> Guy, you walk in, and as you walk in, you hear this crackling fire, and nothing happens. Sounds you walk like past that threshold safely, and as you walk in, you hear a big, booming female voice say,
5: Come inside. I know you are here. Okay.
3: Do we hear that outside?
2: You would you wouldn't understand it unless you rolled perception, but you can hear
3: that
5: there's another voice talking. Okay. It booms out. Marika has expected you, None of your arrival for more than a day. Come, warm by my fire. Tell me why Marika should be your friend.
4: And
2: you can just hear this voice. You don't see her yet. She's like seems deeper down and in this cave.
4: Well, we're a bunch of friendly travelers. And you should totally be our buddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay,
2: roll of persuasion.
4: Uh, it is an 11.
5: Okay. Um, so with an 11, she says, Marika chooses her friends carefully. She wants to meet you, hear you, feel your presence. And then she will decide if what you say is true. But until then, I doubt you can do anything to harm Marika, not in her own home. So come, sit.
0: Do I hear this?
2: You can hear her voice booming out, but if you're outside of the cave, you can't hear exactly what she's saying.
3: Cool. I guess we don't know what's going
2: on. You saw a
0: guy go in safely. You uh-huh. could certainly see that. Um, I, I, I hear that he's talking to somebody. I'm going to go in the cave. Okay. Are
2: you uh, out of I'm stealth? I'm not doing
0: anything yet. I'm out of stealth. I'm okay. You're walking,
2: walking in. in. Uh, Callista?
0: Um, I'm going to walk in, but on the way in,
2: I would like to, I guess, roll Arcana on the cliffs. Yes. Okay. 26. Yeah, with the 26, wow. With the 26, (laughs) you would know that these are faded druidic runes, that they are some sort of protection, but that they are long gone. They are eroded for a long time. And you think that whoever is staying in here likely didn't even carve these, that they took over this cave at some point later, or that they are very old and carved them themselves. But uh, you don't see any magic. You don't see the sheen of magic across these or anything. Mm -hmm. But as you all walk in, Gumble chirps and purrs and flies out of Patch's armor and down into this cave far and around this curve where you cannot see him anymore, and he chirps. And purrs, and you can hear this like little grumble like and you hear her say,
5: Oh, a smaller friend for
2: Marika.
5: A pleasure meeting you, little one.
2: And you can hear what sounds like a kiss. No. Fine. And you can hear you can hear them talking down here, you can hear Gumble purring. And
5: she says, Warm by my fire, little one.
4: Then Ori bursts I'm... into flames.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't have any more charges to bring her back.
5: Aww.
0: Hearing kind of the interaction with Gumble, I'm definitely uh
2: less cautious about what's happening. Okay. Are you all still just sitting in the mouth? No, you, I'm, I'm walking in. You're walking yeah, in. You're uh, walking yeah. up to her in her fire. Yeah, so sorry. as you all walk in and up to this fire, she turns to you, and she is nowhere near as tall as those other frost giants you saw it on the tundra were, but taller than you all nonetheless. She rises. And you can hear that air rushing around her, and she rises up. She doesn't have frost bitten hair like those other giants that you saw. It's not a sheer platinum white. It's actually blonde. And she has these, like, white furs on, these wolf pelts all over her, entire wolf skins, not wrapped around like your alls are. Some other simian-like creature that is all over her, but she wears these intricate furs. And as she
5: stands up, she says, Welcome to Marika's cave. Come, warm. I have two friends now, and we should make it four. And as she is saying
2: uh, two friends, you notice that there is another figure that is already sitting near her fire. And as this figure turns around, you notice that she has these cold eyes. And she has this pale skin, and her eyes stare right through you. You can see the scars on the outside of her skin, and her jet black hair. As you all are looking at her, you would uh, recognize your dear old friend Adelaide sitting right beside this fire. Yeah.
1: Hey
5: Surprise! Oh my God! <laughs> hey! What the fuck?
0: <laughs> <What's> <laughs> <happening, girl>?
6: Surprise! <laughs> you all <not> play D and D? Yeah. Happy man.
0: That's
3: so exciting! This oh is my better God. than when guests show up on Critical Role.
6: <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was like, Wait, Wes right. can't play Adelaide? Oh. Stop it! What yes, <laughs> <you bastard. laughs> the fuck are you I doing? Like, what, what character are you, character are
0: you gonna play?
3: <laughs> So I was like, I don't... Yeah,
2: I'm playing Adelaide. I don't know who she's playing.
3: I was like, I don't trust that's Adelaide.
2: Yeah, I was
0: was prepping, like, the tears for the illusion of an
4: Adelaide.
2: I love it. You're all in this cave. Marika is sitting in here with you. Gumbel is sitting on her shoulder, just chirping and purring and, like, rubbing his head against her. He wraps around the fire. It's a very small one. But around that fire, there are all of these surprisingly comfortable pieces of furniture that look like they're carved out of some sort of enormous bone. There are these interesting skins thrown over everything, and though it is a cave, it is surprisingly comfortable. You see bone weapons hanging all over the walls of this place. There are stalactites hanging from the ceiling that are dripping with the newly melted frost that is on the tip of all of
6: them. Haven't seen you in a while. Oh yeah. my
2: god, hey! Yeah.
6: hey. Like scream basically and just <laughs> run
2: over and like throw my arms
0: around her thigh.
6: <laughs> Your like. name is famous where I'm from now.
0: Where, what, where, yeah. where were you? Yeah,
6: apparently you're the rightful ruler of the elven court or something.
0: Uh, yeah, I might be. Oh my <laughs> gosh.
6: <laughs> I mean, you. I learned so much about elvish culture and your name came up and it was very surprising yeah i did
0: the blade right and i passed
6: that's awesome i'm so proud of you thank you i'm
0: so happy to see you I'm so were so you it. in Cormanthyr? theory
6: <laughs> yeah that's where my family lives we live in the um Vale How? Vale of lost voices it's basically like this graveyard for soldiers and we defend it and we kill monsters and drow that try to come in so oh
0: that yeah. sounds right up your alley yeah that makes definitely. sense yeah uh, how's your family
6: good okay. they're all fighters like me I right. was welcomed with open arms. Did you
0: get some answers?
6: Um, I did, yeah. Yeah.
0: your yeah. maiden, frost She's
6: awesome. She's actually sent me out here. Marika is actually a friend of mine. She's also worships Oro. Yeah, and
2: as you all are talking, Marika sits down. She does not interrupt your conversation, but she sits on this... It looks like a giant log, but you guys haven't seen trees for seven days. So you're not entirely sure. Maybe it's a huge weird bone or something, but she sits down on it. And there are pelts over this as well. And as she sits, you can feel this force like as she sits down on it. She You see a little smile crack on her
5: face and she says, The frost maiden speaks to Marika and speaks to this little one as well. We are sisters in Frost. And if she is your friend, then surely you are friends of Marika.
3: Yeah, they're good people. Callista has pulled a fur off of one of the pieces of furniture and, like, bun- burritoed herself in it mm-hmm. and like, laying next <laughs> to the fire.
2: The, from like, the fire, these pelts are all very warm. Mm-hmm. And so as you pull it around yourself, it does bring you this warmth. You all are sitting in this very comfortable cave with, surprisingly enough, real furniture. And the furniture is, like, way too big for you all, by the way. It's, like, comically mm-hmm. large. It's, like, built for giants. That's why
3: I'm just in the floor. Yeah. I'm also, like, sort of <laughs> rocking and maybe crying a little bit. Yeah. <laughs>
2: it's <laughs> so like, so It's <laughs> like being in Alice in Wonderland a little bit as you all are sitting in this ice cave. Have you, did you, how long ago did you leave Cormac- there.
6: Probably a good two weeks ago.
0: Two weeks. Okay. Alright. Did <laughs> you...
6: I've been wandering the frozen wasteland Did of the time. Did you...
0: Tango. Was there anything going on with... Dao people and Drow people. Do you know anything about
6: it? The Drow people? No. Okay. But I do know that Just there's... Just wondering if
0: they were enslaved, enslaved. yet.
6: Enslaved? Entirely enslaved.
0: So we uh,
6: Yeah.
3: Yeah. Fell I into the elemental
1: plane of Earth.
0: <laughs> negotiated yeah. that. <laughs>
3: yeah.
1: yeah. Totally. Uh,
3: <laughs> well, we ended up... I guess we were on, like, the elemental plane of Earth, and uh, we met this... Wonderful! You really should go and meet the people down there. Oh. Most of them are pretty fabulous. The little rock gnomes that live down there. Oh. Um, but long story short, um, we had just left Cormanthir and had been told of the problem that the Drow were posing. And confusingly, there's a race called the Dau who <laughs> live on the plane of Earth. So we um, would you to, like the Afridi? To Yeah, uh. so yeah, it's like the Earth version of them. Mm-hmm. To negotiate our free passage out of that place and not being kept as slaves ourselves, we sort of told them how to get to our plane and enslave the entire drow
6: people. Oh, cool. I'm down with
1: that. We all were. Okay,
6: good. All right.
0: Yeah, like, we were basically like, don't enslave us. Enslave this whole race of people. Like, you have, like, an endless supply of slaves. Yeah. And they're pretty shitty, so we thought that was a good deal. Enslaving the drow now. They try to fuck up my blade right.
3: Right? I don't know anything
0: about
4: this. I've only been back for two sessions. (laughs) Yeah, and as... as, Oh,
6: Guy, good to see you again.
4: uh, Yeah, he, uh, yeah. I'll be honest with you. I didn't see you when I came back, so I just figured you died. Uh, and Yeah, as you <laughs> want to look over at Guy, and you want to
2: describe how you look now as opposed to how you used to look?
4: I look exactly like Gerard Way in the height of My Chemical Romance. Nice. No, I'm just kidding. Um, I'm even more buff than I used to be. I've got armor on. I have a giant blue axe named Babe. And, buff- and Buffalo is a necromancer skeleton.
6: That is so awesome. Yeah. As she says, <laughs> as she,
4: Adelaide looks at Buffalo and says,
2: "That's awesome." You see Marika pick up an enormous bone from behind her. She picks up a bong. A, b- a bone. Hell yeah. yeah <laughs> and she whips that uh, uh, like, I don't even know what be this it, She picks up a huge bone, like one that she has to wield in her enormous hands, like all the way spread out. Her palm is fully stretched. She picks up this strange, sharp rock and she starts carving away at it. And you can see all these intricate decorations that look like they are hand carved as well made out of bone and as she's carving it she's just staring at Buffalo like the entire time just like looking at him.
5: You lack like what you see? Marika is interested to know whether or not you made
4: this thing or something else made this thing. It's not a thing but I understand why you would think that he was. But this is my best friend Buffalo and he got killed by a shambling man <laughs> and uh, I'm looking to try to bring him Back to full-on, beautiful, juicy buffalo life. There are many ways to do this,
5: but what you have done to him here is is—it is a perversion of nature. This is not his true form or how he should be.
4: It's a band-aid on a broken arm, baby, I'm aware, but <laughs> we're going to have to uh, do what we can until we can bring him back to life because it's a lot easier for him to walk than me carrying roughly 500 buffalo bones. He sits back. his a
1: bar- <laughs> She sets this huge
2: bone down and she walks over to you and she's like I'm assuming your hair is pretty greasy at this point or at least frozen and she slicks back your hair a little bit and she kisses you on the very top of your head her lips
5: like encompass your entire scalp and as she gives you this kiss she says I am not telling you this because Marika does not think you don't know I'm telling you this because I know you will agree and that you will hopefully seek a better existence if he truly is your friend. I can see by looking at you that you are a ranger by profession.
4: Marika respects that. I plan to bring Buffalo back, and then he and I are going to retire from the adventure business because there is a greater likelihood that we will die again.
5: <laughs> ah, yes. As is the cycle, as are old things. And as a ranger, Marika expects as much as you understanding this. If you were to have questions for Marika, she would answer them to the best of her knowledge. Marika is a druid. Oh, hell yeah. Do you know my friend James Cabbage? I do not know any other magic users. Among the frost giants, I'm seen as a bit of a, an outsider. They don't like my magic, still they like to rely on them when it's important.
6: Hmm, I know how Didn't it. Frogmarch
4: say that Marika might know how to... Well, she said she'd answer some questions, so I got about 300. How do we bring the buffalo back is happening, (laughs) (laughs) While
0: this conversation is happening, I just rolled a 19 for investigation. I just want to see if there's anything cool in this room.
2: So you start to piss her off. You start to look. Yeah, nothing's changed. You You start to look around this room, um, and as you do, you notice that there are some intricately carved bone decorations that are about as big as you. You think that while you do find a few of these things, they're huge.
0: There's not any. Light. I mean, a
2: giant can. A giant can, needs to hold it with two hands. It's like right. statues that she has carved. There are these pelts, but other than that, you maybe find a few magical trinkets and some bone fetishes that she could wear. What kind of magical trinkets? Um, it's trinkets that a giant like her would be able to wear on her wrist. They are made out of bone, but if you were to wear it, you would wear it as a necklace, and even then, it would still hang. I was going to say low. hula
0: hoop. <laughs> yeah, but they're magical.
2: They're We're definitely, I'll say this, they're definitely some sort of bone fetishes. It seems they have some sort of practical use, and that they're not just uh, a pretty piece of jewelry she's made.
0: Okay. Rather than just taking it, I'm going to say, hey, Marika, what are these, what are these, uh, fetishes? <laughs> Trinkets. <laughs> <laughs> you, you really grown. I mean, I mean he said
6: fetish. <laughs> um, if you steal from my friend, I'll kill you.
5: <laughs> Marika makes these. She infuses her magic into them, but, uh... It is more complicated than that. Marika relies on them when her magic is hard to find.
0: Oh, so, like, you need them?
5: Marika does not need these things. But they are very helpful for Marika.
0: Would they be helpful for us? Because we're about to do some shit. Mm.
5: They are helpful for you if you need to channel yourself into something else. And to change back. Without much trouble. And without having to find yourself in all of it. But Marika has trained much. She relies on these little.
0: Like, do you mean like wild shape?
5: Yes, Marika knows wild
0: shape. Do these trinkets help people do that?
5: These trinkets help Marika keep a piece of herself when she does.
4: What does that mean? It's like that movie Inception (laughs) when they have the the totems. I don't know what movies are. (laughs) When some
5: druids, wild shape they turn into something else. And though they still keep their mind, they cannot speak with their comrades. They cannot make sense or decisions. These small trinkets, as you call them, these small treasures Marika has made help her keep a piece of herself.
0: So, like, hypothetically, if I wanted to...
5: Marika does not know this word. You mean to make pretend?
0: Uh, I mean uh, in some sort of... uh... Random scenario: If I wanted to be
4: a cat, to make pretend. Hypothetical means when you get really, really cold.
6: <laughs> we don't know how. That Marika goes. is never cold. <laughs> Same.
4: And I say, I say, in, I say, in giant. I get that.
2: And then, as you speak to her in giant, her speech becomes much more eloquent. She says, "Magic is hard to come by." And magic is even harder to control. With these things, I can control my magic and hone it and use it in a way that other people can't.
4: Oh, is she speaking giant? Yeah. Oh. Totes, I respect the druids. I'm speaking giant right now. I respect the druids like a mofo. One of the only friends I ever had when I was out in the woods before I met all these super cool people was the best druid I ever knew. James Cabbage went by the name Jazz. That dude grew some of the stickiest sticky I've ever experienced.
6: (laughs) (laughs) So, what are you guys doing here? I think we're going to drop Okay, now that we've settled that,
0: I'm not going to. Take anything from this lady. I'm gonna go uh-huh. sit down next to Adelaide. I'm yeah, yeah tell me, what are
6: what are you uh, doing? Gumble,
2: uh, if you remember Gumble, the oh, small yeah. sort dragon you all saved in episode one, which by the way, That's full the circle, really nicely done, Wes. As you all are gathered <laughs> back together, Gumble <laughs> flies over and onto your shoulder and chirps and purrs, and that little scorpion tail on the end of his red dragon-like body is like prodding at you, mm-hmm. and he bites at your earlobe, and you can hear him like, and like purring and chirping and like biting at your earlobe and just tugging on it and it hurts a little but not so much that you smack him away but he's just like cuddled up and around your neck and he's like wrapping his tail around it.
6: Is there some sort of feeling he's trying to portray towards me?
2: If you open yourself up to these feelings he has, uh, since you all first met him honed them a little he knows you all better so he doesn't try to communicate them overly and everybody's pretty much asked him to shut it down every time he does it so he's not as quick but as soon as you open your mind to that you can feel his excitement and you um, can feel his enthusiasm towards seeing you and his curiosity uh-huh. but you can also Feel deep in your mind a sense of grievance. Some small sense of grievance that's just like tugging at the back of your mind.
6: Did somebody die? Isaac's is
4: dead! He's fucking dead!
6: We're pretty sure. Oh. Yeah,
4: Isaac's died. That was the came back. As he
0: destroyed part of Raven's Bluff.
3: Oh. There's, yeah, a lot has happened. We, we completely discredited.
0: We Lander. Lander. Yeah. Um, who was continuing to kind of slander us.
3: Because <laughs> he slandered. We didn't actually slander him. It was all true. Yeah. Um, you didn't slander was, him. You pulled him out in front truth. of all
2: the people who mattered
0: and exposed and him completely
3: him. Yeah. to everybody who was in yeah. He disappeared after,
4: blood. but you did save your own name, oh, regardless. Not dead. Yeah. Not well, yet. Who knows? Not yet. In the defense of nature, Isaacs was like 150. So. <laughs> he was old. He was an old guy. When
3: we left Raven's Bluff, Isaacs was the only force holding the dragon yeah. back from destroying everyone and everything in that mm-hmm. place.
6: So, sounds like we gotta kill a dragon. Uh, maybe mm-hmm. several. There were lots we're sure of yet. clerics,
0: and I may have sent a I'm lot so of sorry. other clerics there to help.
6: On purpose to kill them? No. (laughs) (laughs) So they would all die. I (laughs)
0: legitimately sent some clerics to help because clerics are nothing if not
4: helpful. (laughs)
1: <laughs>
4: but the one good you thing you see the blood come out of Patch's ears
3: <laughs> one tear
4: one uh. thing that's working in our favor is that super super cool elf that came to me and brought me back to you guys Vandingulus Ulysses Fart Baby, maybe the best elf character that ever existed maybe shove that magic bean in that dragon's butt he told me this when we had that hour long lunch and it was more like a brunch but either I way
3: told you a
4: lot you're not he out. uh Shot the magic bean in a dragon's butt, and uh, maybe fucked up one of its legs pretty good. As mm-hmm. it Crawled out That's of true. something crawled out of its butt and injured it. So uh, seems like maybe the most damage that anything anybody I've ever known has done on a dragon ever in this campaign. Cool. But, um, uh, but, all
3: right. Um, yeah, are we here but, long enough to call this a short rest?
4: For sure. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. Um, you guys that have being
3: already said, been here long Since enough. we're short resting, um, I want to do my bardic song of rest. <sighs> We've already order gotten to, a couple long rests. Yeah, so it, but in order to, so if anybody wants to roll any hit dice, you'll get an okay. extra D6 cool. along with that to get your health back up. And what I'll do for the Song of Rest is actually, like, seeing sort of the rough draft of what I've written of what's happened to us since Adelaide
6: last left so that she can be up to speed on what we're doing. What, okay. What's everybody's... Um Max, hit points. mine's forty. Am I the strongest? Well, cheers. Guys, guys, yeah, you are. What is it? Fifty-six. <laughs> yeah, you beat me. Are you fucking serious? You're a beast. Yeah.
4: That's great. Mm-hmm.
6: <laughs> Listen, I'm pretty much just a fighter with some magic stuff now.
4: Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. I'm like <laughs> Adelaide. You multi-class as a fighter too?
6: No, I'm just I'm just a warlock. But I spent weeks wandering the tundra and you know got pretty close with Aurel and she's a badass and she's gonna make me a badass so I'm cool.
4: I straight up had like a Rocky montage where I would just get buff, and I found an axe at a store and I bought it. That was the whole story.
6: So, um, oh, one man. of my uncles is a cleric, useful as you say, and <laughs> he healed me for oh. everything except my finger, and I still oh. have this, and I show you my tattoo on the back of my neck, brand? And the brand. I still have scars, oh. but they're all from our adventures. I yeah. kept them all as, you
4: Do you know. still worship awesome. that <laughs> demon crazy. that gives you powers? So you, you have your powers? back.
6: I do. Oh, that's awesome. Look, Arwell. I think I it off and wiggly I'm like, yeah. and I'm like Oh, that's awesome.
0: <laughs> and then I open up my backpack and show her all the crazy shit I have in it. Oh, my God.
6: <laughs> <laughs> do you just lay it out so I can see everything? Well, just, I'll just pull it
0: out and put it back in and pull it out and put it back in. Nice.
6: I love it. <laughs> oh, Arwell has a
0: lot of crazy, weird shit in yeah, his bag. I do.
6: Oh, uh, uh, what is this fungus-like thing?
0: Oh, in the little glass pellets. Yeah. Um, our our uh, patches and Van threw these up, and they're beholder spores. What? Yeah. Wow. Um, so we could you would know Van, yeah, right? I knew Van. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we could uh, maybe even kill a dragon with just one, if we yeah. give it like seven days. <laughs>
4: seven, <laughs> days. <laughs> seven days. <to> seven <laughs> days. Do you still worship that frost demon? Yeah. Oh yeah. We both do. Me and me
6: yeah.
1: Oh yeah.
4: <laughs> Yeah, she's awesome.
6: Yeah, Marika cool.
2: stands up and as she does, she picks up a bone that she has not carved into yet. It is as large as the other. It seems like some sort of femur. She holds it in both hands and she fucking snaps it with both of them. And as she does, this strange powder like marrow just like up into the ceiling. And she dips her finger down into the bone, pulls it out, and she wipes this marrow on her face. And as she wipes it on, she says, Praise be to the frost maiden.
1: Yeah.
5: What
0: uh what what kind of creature did these bones come from?
5: From a a worm of the glacier, with magma-like blood and fangs sharper than any of Marika's weapons. We heard about those. Mm-hmm. They are majestic beasts, beautiful, and Marika... And she hits her chest really hard and you can hear it echo,
2: this, like, bassy echo she hits it, says... ...can turn into one with her shapes. That's awesome.
4: What do those look like again? Okay, girl.
5: Um, do you want to roll nature, or you? Do you? Are you want to I'm her. To, uh, Great beasts, much larger than Marika when they are in their adult forms, fins like gills and wings on the side, many legs for walking across the tundra, blue skin and spikes that have magma flowing in them, glowing red across this tundra. Marika is no more
4: beautiful than ever when she is one. Damn, that's metal AF. Listen, Marika, I gotta cut the crap and get down to brass tacks because I don't have long to do this because. Well, if Buffalo's gonna die as a buffalo when the tear fall happens, I gotta bring him back to life. <laughs> <laughs> he's gonna die properly yeah. as a hero,
3: he's gotta die again. <laughs>
4: Do you know how I can resurrect this magical love muffin we know as Buffalo? Marika
5: does not deal with such magics. The Frost Maiden, she speaks only chaos and destruction to Marika. Things break as well as they mend, as far as Marika knows. As your friend here knows, mm. all too well, Marika believes. I break things. I don't mend them. But the way that Marika sees it, once something is broken, maybe fixing it isn't always the answer.
4: I mean, having a skeleton buffalo is pretty badass, but not exactly utilitarian as a ranger. Marika has no answers for you now. Heard that? Adelaide, did you learn how to bring stuff back to life while you were gone? No. Okay, that settles (laughs) that.
6: (laughs) I destroy as well.
4: Alrighty then. (laughs) <laughs>
6: but it seems to me a skeleton buffalo might be a little harder to kill
4: True. if it's not alive. That's what I was thinking, but still, I was pressed in the campaign to potentially bring it back to life.
6: I'm no druid, but I don't see it as a perversion of nature. I see it as cool.
4: I think it's pretty cool, too, and I keep thinking, too, it's like, if buffalo's alive... I mean, I want to bring him back, but if buffalo's alive and he takes an arrow... He, like, gets hurt, but if he's a skeleton, it just slips right through his exactly. <laughs> ribs.
6: <laughs> <And you'll, laughs> you don't want to go through the pain of him being hurt again, right?
4: But is Buffalo happy? That's the thing. I don't know if Buffalo's happy being a skeleton. Is there
6: can, anyone that can
4: have a communicate with
6: Buffalo?
0: I don't know. Does, huh? Do you, as a ranger, do you not have ability to speak with animals?
2: This bitch is a druid.
1: This bitch is a druid. I thought
2: rangers can speak to animals oh my
4: God. at, like, level... Um, I do, but he would did, it have but to be... he multi after three. Okay.
2: Yeah, I, I think I would wrong. have
4: to do speak with dead instead of speak with animals. Oh. Well,
2: oh. we do. We can do that. I'll Maybe. give you fucking inspiration for Really? That. Thank mm-hmm. you. Oh, uh, no, <laughs> no, really. I mean, for realizing that without I, any I, roles, I that. like. Yeah. yeah, no, exactly. We have You it. do? Yeah. I oh, do. Cool. <laughs> oh, this is about to get metal as fuck. You,
6: you guys are so much cooler than when I last saw you. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we've been through some shit. Are we'll we still happens. friends, yeah. though? Uh, <laughs> like,
1: yeah. oh yeah.
3: yes. well, You're
6: cooler, too. Oh, I that's mean. true.
0: <laughs> should, I am. Yeah, you should maybe use your spell slot, and I'll save mine.
3: Okay. Because mine... Might be a I mean, better we don't need the it. hut tonight, probably. So
6: that's. So yeah. where are we? Are we in? A, we're just in Marika's cave. Yeah. So I'm actually on my goats. own quest right now. <laughs> right. We might be on the same quest. What's your quest? There's been this node of power. It's elemental, which I feel like is something that we've already been tied into many mm-hmm. times. But I heard about something about the element of air, and it's gathering power around here through cultists, mm-hmm. and we suspect cultists. I, I think. It's... Marika, what were you saying? The cultists bring it back to life, right?
5: Or, this storm, uh, as far as Marika can tell, it's a, it is unnatural. Other people would think it is not, but it is not so bad. So it's,
0: it's like it's the natural. black plume of smoke. It's like yeah, the exactly. elemental plane. Of, yeah, we need to get this. We're
3: gathering this, yeah.
5: Only a ritual could provide a storm such as this out on the plain with such short notice. I don't know about any worshippers, but Something is making this, as far as Marika can tell.
6: Hmm. Yeah, it feels like this wouldn't happen well, without some sort well, of Well, yeah, it would have to be activated intentionally by
3: someone. Yeah.
0: Looks and like I we're think, on the same path again.
6: Yeah, I think we should stop it before it gets too powerful. That's what we're going to do, yeah. and hopefully take it.
5: Marika right. knows much about nature and the perversions of it, and how to tell the difference between these things.
3: This storm is unnatural?
5: Oh, this storm is very unnatural. Marika has lived here for over... Two hundred of your years. Wow. She has seen many storms and none felt quite this ugly.
3: That's good to know
6: because I was pretty miserable out there. I
3: Even out the
5: to... Remerases take shelter from this storm. Wow. Not normal.
6: I would not have survived it without Oriel's help. I only had the skimpy ass dress on the whole time.
2: <laughs> Girl. <laughs> yeah, she's no, you're, Adelaide is not in furs. Ho is life. At
0: all. Can't get but cold. I don't look
6: cold either.
2: <laughs> That's awesome.
6: Yeah. I mean, I do have a cape with a really awesome uh, snowflake brooch on it Mm -hmm. that's, like, shimmering a little bit.
4: I can tell that's Elvish Mm Meg.
6: Girl,
3: what's that (laughs) (laughs) name?
4: There's other reasons the buffalo needs to be back to life, y'all. What's that? Ever since he came back and he's a skediddle, I feel like something's just been a little off.
3: Do you want me to talk to him?
4: Can you talk to dead creatures? Yes. Would you need to cast Speak With Animals and Speak With Dead?
3: No, I think just dead would... Probably. We can try.
4: You, he's going to be like, I mean, Whoa. dead is dead, animal
3: or not. Um, Go for it. But you'll be able to hear his responses. So if you can understand I'll cast it, you'll speak know. with
4: animals, you cast speak with dead and will conjunctively.
6: If speak. I could uh, give
4: you inspiration twice, I would because you would need to cast
2: speak with animals after you uh, cast speak I, with animals.
6: <laughs> Oh, wait, never mind. Uh, I have a spell called tongues, and I can have someone Ew. understand any spoken language. <laughs> I'm not sure if Buffalo can't <laughs> it's speak just a <laughs> <was> like, uh.
4: <laughs> 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 All right, let's blow some spell slots, motherfuckers. Do so <laughs> you say that? Can yeah. speak to animals?
3: Is he undead,
4: Surprise. technically? Yeah, oh, he's undead. Fuck you.
3: In that it's... case, this will not work.
2: It doesn't work on undead?
3: Yeah, quartz must still have a mouth and can't be yeah. undead. <gasps> 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 wait, say that again? Uh, the corpse must still have a mouth um, and can't be undead. Can't be undead
2: is interesting, but in order to My, cast uh, speak with dead, don't you have to have their remains?
3: Yeah, but yep, they have to, be have to be dead. Like a corpse. reanimating yeah. it makes it so I can't do this. I thought
0: anymore. it'd be easier if you had a spell slot, but um, I got that spell scroll from Lupe. Mm-hmm. That doesn't have to be around any particular person. We can just kind of invoke. So is this a new
3: do you think one? That would work.
0: Yeah, yeah it's a spell scroll.
3: Nice.
0: Yeah, we just got it recently. Um, so we'd be able to maybe call out Buffalo whatever you want. Or to you craft. can, like,
3: kill him again what and I does talk it do?
0: talk um, Basically, it's, like, speak I don't know with how to dead, kill him dead. <laughs> but you don't have to be we around
2: can... a particular, like, body. it speak with... The simplest form of it is it speak with dead, but it bypasses the rules.
0: Yeah. Ideally. Oh. Well, then, mm. yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly.
3: I guess we need to use that, then.
0: Okay. Um, well, I'll do that and then... We should all be able to talk to it, right? Or will I Well, he'll
3: be able to understand what it's saying cause it's You're not entirely sure speechless it animal.
0: Yeah. So I mean, all right. Well, yeah. move, motherfucker! Just, just to, down to at help. Down. Okay. Um, um, we'll since Callista can't
3: cast her spell, I... she's going to do a bardic inspiration. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to give it to Arwol. Okay. And I'm going to just in the background while you're doing this, play on my on the DOS Lute. I'm going to play the guy on a buffalo theme. <laughs>
6: yeah, absolutely. Oh, God, I, oh I love those. That's, That's
3: awesome. Yep, so, I'm playing the guy on the Buffalo theme. <laughs> and you have this fun, sparkly d8 to roll for help.
4: Great. I cast Speak with Aminals.
2: All right. Okay. And I'll pull out the blue scroll and I'll uh, throw it. Yeah, so, Guy, you, you prick the top of Buffalo's bone horns with your thumb and you draw a little bit of blood and you draw a streak of that blood across your throat. And as you do that, you mutter something in a language that's similar to Giant. And as you do, you feel your mind open up in a very strange and ethereal, intangible sense. And as you were doing this, Arwol is ripping open this scroll from Lupe. I believe this one had the green paper towel holder Blue. on it? Blue paper towel holder on t- it. So you take <laughs> off the, the napkin holder hold her her. from this scroll. We haven't figured it out still. <laughs> Roll uh, an Arcana check for me. Okay. I'm using my birthday inspiration. Birthday
0: inspiration birthday. and Bardic Dang. inspiration? Maybe. Oh. Just
3: is birthday for now.
0: Cool. I'm not using that Bardic. Okay. Um, you said Arcana? Yeah. Twenty-seven.
3: That Seems legit. Yeah, and
2: so as as you roll, um, you roll this arcana, you pull this scroll out, and as you do, you see there is this really strange sigil in the middle of it as he pulls it out. In the last one, there was a skull of a dragon and much smaller elements all the way around it with writing that connected all of them. But as you open this one, all you see is a skull. And it is a really simple skull. And inside of one of its eyeballs, it has an inscription. And that is it. There's nothing else on this. And as you rip it open and you roll this arcana and you feel this magic flowing out of it, the only thing you see is this skull's ink-like mouth slide open. And that's it. And then it burns off the page. And as this thing burns off the page, you see there's this dripping in this cave that you all can hear. And it just seems to stop. And the winds outside, as they're howling, they just and everything for a moment just freezes. You have, for what it's worth, cast stop as well on only yourselves and the thing that you were talking to. Okay. Marika is an ally, so she would not be frozen in this stop, so she would be in it as well unless you wanted to exclude her, which, with your Arcana roll, you could choose to do so um, because you rolled so high. I will keep her in the loop. Okay, mm. so she's in the loop, and Guy, as you smear this blood across your neck, you the dripping stops, the buffalo skeleton, the last thing you hear are these almost slow-motion, like, like rattles of its skeleton, and then you hear this voice, really strange and old and dusty, speak out, it's like,
1: Hey, God." <laughs>
2: yeah. <laughs> I thought the
3: blue was going to be all like, <laughs> I
4: don't know, so
3: refined, the opposite of guys. It's so funny know.
4: because it's like, let's just say that like when Guy on the Buffalo was a baby, that's the way he could like hear his yeah. yeah. voice in his mind. Oh my like, God.
5: Get on my back here, you motherfucker. We're going <laughs> <come> <ride. laughs>
3: <laughs> I think there was the Buffalo version of a
5: car seat. that oh,
4: <laughs> Strap him so in. Good. Buffalo. I think it's weird that you never can't speak with animals on me till now. <laughs> <laughs> Probably a good observation. Let's <laughs> go. I'm so sorry I let you
2: die, Buffalo. Oh. Are you the only one who can understand him? How to speak with animals? Work?
4: <laughs> I don't know. I think it's
2: uh, um, no. Uh, sorry, the scroll bypasses it, so everybody can hear it. You okay. bypass all the rules with one dead thing, and everybody can speak okay. with it. <laughs> so you guys hear this?
3: Are there Buffalo. limits? Like, it's like three questions with speak with dead. I think uh, you are unsure at this point. Oh, five questions.
2: All you know is that Arwel was able to use this mm-hmm. spell at least close to the way that you all wanted um, it to work.
3: Yeah,
2: um, the, the, you're not really sure of the rule. Like, the rules don't gotta, like flow into your mind with an Arcana yeah. check.
4: Buffalo. Do you want me to bring you back to life? Ah, uh,
5: man, I, you know, I've really been thinking about this a lot lately, and as much as I like being a skeleton, I really do miss eating grass and feeling your legs kicking in my hindquarters to make me go faster and, you know, just being a warm guy all around. I hear that.
4: You probably miss having testicles, too.
5: I miss them things swinging between my legs. Well. Wow. <laughs> plus when you're dead you see all kinds of spooky shit all over the place all the time you see other dead guys
4: what kind of dead guys have you seen I've seen
5: all kinds of dead
2: guys I've seen your buddy Isaac's uh, his show done went up and flew right out of the town but you know what's weird (laughs) is that like I saw about I saw about 200 other of those motherfuckers fly up out of there too too soon
0: Buddy I'm just like muttering That's to myself, I think this was a mistake.
3: Yeah. <laughs> Never again, I'm unlearning the spell. Yeah.
4: Oh, yeah. this stuff. Uh, oh god, I'm like. <laughs>
5: Don't we, little buddy, really kill a lot of motherfuckers, too.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Here um,
5: Yeah, you did. Uh, you killed my uh, heart.
4: Buffalo, can you. Do, do you have. I
5: mean, holy shit, there's a bunch of dead guys around us right now. <laughs> What? We're not all guys. I don't mean to be ignorant about it. Buffalo, (laughs) is there anything from
4: the great beyond that you can tell us that will be of any importance to us and help us on our journey before I bring your ass back? Because it's happening. You're going to get your boss back. You're going to eat grass. I really appreciate both (laughs) of those things, guys. And you know, just knowing that you're
5: trying for me is all that really matters. And just so that you also know... Uh, my body is responding to you in a way that I am not really controlling, though I am there.
4: I totally get that. I figured as much.
5: I just really miss you, guy.
4: I miss you too, Buffalo. And you can go, <clears throat> And I go, and you're all <laughs> hearing this plainly <laughs> for what it's I'm just worked. like makes just so
3: much like, more sense now. Callista's <laughs> <laughs> still playing, but every now and then there's like a break in the music where she's like, The fuck? Oh well. Yeah, <laughs> just he's keeps like, going. <laughs>
5: I'd lick your face if I could. I know how much you like that, but right now I'm ethereal and intangible, and I can't touch your face. But if I could give you one piece of advice from the other side, it'd be don't fucking die in your and it hurts a lot. <laughs> <laughs> This is the most
3: honest description of death I've ever heard.
4: <laughs> well, don't worry, Buffalo. You don't have to lick my face because I'm going to lick yours. <laughs> and I just start licking his face. The skeleton face? Yeah.
2: Okay. So guys licking the skeleton face. Uh, <laughs> oh my God.
5: But, uh, no, other than that, much about elemental magic and um i just really would like to be back in my body i guess can do
4: brother thing oh no
5: oh 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 there is some weird thingy following us around i see a bunch of dead stuff that's all the time just like wherever it died but there is something following you guys around from behind you uh, just some kind of spooky shadow oh, that's wow. all you can
4: tell it looks like yeah it doesn't really
5: have a face like all of the other stuff
3: Mm.
4: it does That's it. not
5: creepy as fuck or anything
3: we
4: were being followed by a pseudo dragon did you see that thing been. does it look no with
5: like a little piece of shit but he ain't following you around all sneaky no another
3: one <laughs> there was a
4: different one
3: with like dragonfly wings or some shit it ain't re- it's a it's a fucking listen to me guy it's a ghost but does <laughs> it own the pseudo um, dragon
6: are they together i mean that uh, yeah is it close.
0: related
3: oh,
6: yes yeah, did he see the first invisible stalker
5: I wasn't dead
6: to Adelaine. Use your yeah. brain.
0: Yeah, no. No, exactly. <laughs> Because it look the <laughs> same at all. It? I don't know if he, they we saw it. I it just stalker? me and Callisto. Well, well, yeah, almost pushed her into person. the lava. Yeah.
5: I guess now that you mention it, it doesn't look exactly the same, but it is like a big spooky silhouette. Uh, like, I don't really know what that word means, because I'm just an animal. Like humanoid? <laughs> was I there for that?
2: Yeah. I don't remember. In that. the no, lava, it like, ripped her bag I open and tried to push her into it when you
5: were in the heart of Hollywood. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. like, Marika has never seen anything as weird as what is happening right now. <laughs>
3: uh, Marika, welcome, welcome to my yeah. Welcome to our world, Marika. I have to write so much shit out of my songs. Is
0: Lander still after you? Like, do you think he's pissed as fuck? Or
3: Probably. whatever Lander was working with. Yeah. Because I think it just took advantage. Whatever power he was using just took advantage of him. Maybe. Because that is after us, too, because of what we're trying we to stop. You've to be real
0: careful.
6: Are, are the afridi still following you? No. no.
0: Could be. Eh. I mean, yeah. They're actively <laughs> being able to search us out that we're aware of.
6: Would the drow have found out that you sicked another elemental plane on them? Hopefully uh, not. Maybe. They weren't... We haven't really been, been worried about
1: that. <laughs> You're asking a lot of good I questions that we've actively been avoiding.
3: As far as they should know, they're just all of a sudden getting taken from these creatures from the elemental plane of Earth, so they shouldn't have any way to connect us to that.
2: Mm-hmm. You all feel this, like, pensiveness and this anxiety and yeah. this fear come over you, and you see, like, Gumble sitting over in the corner. His back is arched up like a scared cat, mm-hmm. and his tail is, like, on end, and you can hear him, like... Like, just, like, hissing over toward, like, where Buffalo's entity okay.
4: is sort of at. Uh-huh. Buffalo, can you see the shadowy figure right now?
5: No, I can't see anything right now except for some weird guy over in the corner who keeps, like, making some hand gestures at all of us. What? Wait, what? Who? I'm just some other dead guy. Okay.
0: There's, oh, it's, he's fine, right?
5: I
3: mean, he's, uh, dead. he's dead. Is I'm he dead. angry at us?
5: Uh no, he's just, like, trying to talk or something. I see his mouth moving, but no words are coming out. Oh, mm. poor guy. It's like that a lot when you're dead. Don't worry about Can it. Can you okay. speak with
6: dead with that creature? I I need a body.
5: Yeah. I can't just uh-huh. talk
6: to a spirit. Oh, Marika, are there bodies buried here? Are you asking Marika if she buried bodies here? No, just um, if there are I mean, any. You live here, right?
5: <laughs> Marika does live here, and I do have many remains from many things. Made of the furniture, made of my statues, so.
6: Mm.
5: In a sense, Marika supposes that, yes, there are many bodies here. in the out.
6: Not humanoid. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
5: For what it's worth, Buffalo, I'm sorry that we were able to save you. Oh, that's okay, Argo. I know that you guys tried your best. All
6: right.
3: Yeah.
5: <laughs> We've all missed you. Yeah, I miss being alive and feeling the sun on my fur, and I miss the thrill of when I got eaten by that shamblin' mound. At first I thought, everything's going to work out okay, it always does, but then I was like, ow, oh, ow, oh, oh, my God, I'm going to die, and I did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
3: yeah, of course, yeah, we were true. missing you, we didn't know what you sounded like.
5: Oh. Well, that's we'll bring true. you back. <laughs> <laughs>
4: This has got a point there. I swear to you, Buffalo, I <laughs> will bring you back, no matter what happens. And uh if tearfall happens, we both die together. Then
5: that's what I'm talking about, brother. Dude, we can look at all these spooky ghosts, and so we can learn a language together, and make only hand gestures at one another, and across the room.
4: Sounds fun. I can't wait to make hand gestures for all eternity. Me too, Buffalo. man. I love you. I, mean, I love you too,
3: Buffalo. I don't want to burst me bubbles, bubbles but Buffalo love didn't to have hands. With you on
4: that trip. <laughs> oh, hell yeah.
2: Poof yeah. gestures. You guys sister. are going to go to the Ethereum <laughs> plane after Buffalo? That's can't just together. Together. <laughs> <Why not? laughs>
4: across the room. This has been
3: fun. All right. This has been strange. Um,
4: yeah. I don't hang up
5: yet. Okay.
3: What
4: you got, Buffalo?
5: Nothing. I just miss talking to people and being around. <laughs>
4: Oh, is this I mean, be forever. <laughs> you can just, just talk freely as long as the spells last, I guess.
5: I don't have much them else them. to say. Um, what's the weather like there? Was it scary when the big spooky spiders came up out of that crevice? It was
4: pretty spooky.
5: We've seen worse.
0: Yeah, that's for
4: sure. But we fucked him up.
5: Oh, also, God, sorry, I almost forgot. You look real good. Hey. You look real strong, God. I'm really proud of you. As your dad,
4: you know what buffalo thank you and it makes me so happy to hear that and since i've never up until recently seen your skeleton before your bones are very beautiful i you
5: know it's i didn't drink a lot of milk but from my mama like lady buffalo's meat milk so i figured that my bones are pretty strong because of
4: that hell yeah calcium is very important anyway <laughs> yeah i'm excited to see you with your face so cool. back on we don't soon. have anything else to do today <laughs> <Just> is, <laughs> is buffalo your dad sort of yeah I've never had any family except for Buffalo. He found me when I was a tiny little baby, screaming in the grass in the woods.
5: You remember how scary that bear was?
4: Oh, we had to man, that a bear scared me. Oh my God, I've never been so scared. Of.
5: Even though I'm dead now, sometimes I see bear skeletons and it's still
4: scary. Remember when we saw the bear and I was like, "Bro, no, no, can you turn it off?" We gotta get off. away <laughs> from the bear. Well, I remember that.
5: You remember when you saw Patches? and You were sitting up on that glade and the lightning struck. And how spooky! I do. You remember how spooky you felt then? That's how spooky
4: all these other ghosts are all the time. Was it you or me? Patches. It might have been I don't Remember, I'm dead. Pa- <laughs> it was Patches. He spent a weekend with us in the woods, foraging for berries and talking. I saw you on the... You saw me on the... Against the moonlight on on a cliffside.
0: Yeah.
2: (laughs) And then uh, after that, (laughs) the the voice is just gone. Aw. And you all don't feel the presence anymore. In time, you can start to hear the howling of that wind outside once more and the dripping in this cave as the drops. I'll go over and just pat
0: him on the skull. Yeah. I uh, move my jaw and like trying to get my ears back in order. <laughs> <I'm> like, oh. <laughs> Weird. Um, just I also want um, to.
1: Wow,
6: buffalo is, loud. <laughs> <laughs> buffalo is loud.
0: Buffalo is loud. I also want to go over and pick up Gumbel and like scratch him under the chin and sit him on my shoulder.
6: Yeah, you, know, you feel. My like- shoulder.
2: No, he flew over to the, the corner of the room out. and hissed oh. while that was all happening. But, like, you you, uh, you do feel the, the, like, anxiety fade away from him. He's looking around the room, though. You still feel a little on edge. All of you feel, like, on edge, like this anxiety is just, like, on the tip of your tongues in the front of your hearts. And you're also, like, ugh, and you can't shake it. Uh, and you just see Gumble like, mm-hmm. furled up. His wings are out. And his little tail is, like, poised up behind him. And he's just, like, looking around. He's no longer hissing or anything. But you can just see him, like, <laughs> like um, looking around on Patch's Patches shoulder. Is, is
3: Gumble yes. worried about something other than our conversation we just had?
0: Let's play that game again, Gumball. (laughs) Okay. Once, tap me once for yes and twice for no.
2: And he taps you once with his little scorpion stinger. Um, Are you
0: worried about something other than the buffalo? He taps two times. Oh, well, the buffalo's fine. Don't worry about the buffalo
2: like just see him like still like his little ripped up wings they're not as ripped up as they were when you all first started out here but they are still ripped up a little bit nonetheless and you can just see them furled out and him like mm-hmm. you can see his like chest heaving as he's taking mm-hmm. these little shallow tiny pseudo dragon breaths on you like, I'm
3: gonna s- play him a little like lullaby like similar to when we first found him in the grove and I was playing the music to try to calm him down like the same tune okay. and scratch him under his little chin and I'm gonna tell him it's okay that won't happen again and he's not dangerous
2: Okay. He's uh, a, friend. a little performance for Gumble. Say, bitch, be cool.
3: (laughs) Be sweet to Gumble because I love it. Be cool, Uh honey bunny. (laughs) It's okay. I have lots of stuff to add to it. Twelve.
2: Yeah, so with the 12, you see him, like, <sighs> There's a little shallow breaths quit. That feeling of anxiety exits your minds, exits your hearts. Mm-hmm. And he flies over, and he sits on—he he wraps around the neck of your lute, and you see his little scorpion tail start plucking the strings, and he's ruining your song, but it's, it's still, okay. like, making noise. Help. And you hear him, like, chirping and purring, and he's, like, crawling up and around it and onto the top of it, you can see him, like, sitting on the keys of the top, the tuning mm-hmm. keys, and his little heads up, and he's just, like, looking around at everybody. Yeah,
3: I'm like, music soothes his soul a little bit yeah. there. It's okay.
2: And, uh, and Marika
5: speaks up, and she says— Marika has never felt so uncomfortable in all her life, and she was kicked out of her village by other frost giants. <laughs> Marika's cave is open to friends, and friends of Waril can stay longer, but others wear out their welcome soon. I get that. If Marika can help you, she will. Um, but Marika does not need living we, mates with her in this cave. We're
0: leaving. Uh, no, we can't Marika, stay we're on our way to the center of the storm. True.
2: Sure. and as you're talking to her, she pulls over this cauldron over her fire. She sets up these bones that she already has built, and she sets a bone with the cauldron on it over this fire. It starts to boil, and as it boils, it smells pretty good. Like you, It's obviously some sort of food that she's boiling, and she says, Marika, will feed you as
5: we have one last conversation. Okay. Continue.
6: Marika, my friend, are you sure that you don't want to come with us towards this power of destruction?
5: This is not Marika's business. I have other things to attend.
0: I was just thinking if you had any advice on how
5: we will get to the center of the storm. The center of the storm is just above Marika. This is why I have chosen this cave for now.
0: Okay. Is there an easier way other than climbing the mountain? Is there a way through the center? Or middle?
5: (laughs) A strange man. Stranger than your friend and his Really? Friend. Lives close to Marika. Another cave along the bottom of this cliff. His name is Meev- Meevil. Meevil? I i believe. Okay. He used to be a part of the monastery and no longer is. Hmm. Maybe he could help you, but you must talk nice to him. Marika scared him off on accident. What scared is him? Is he skittish? Marika does not speak good common. She did not say words he liked, and so he left Marika.
0: So we have one option maybe mm-hmm. through Meevil. Yeah. Um,
5: um
3: Marika, yeah. do you have an idea... Based on what you surmise about the nature of this storm, of what it will take to stop it once we find the source?
5: Marika knows much about the elements, specifically of air, of ice, of steam. But the elements, it's always a balance. With any element you choose, Marika knows that you must balance them. Not amongst each other, but amongst themselves. The elements exist only because of balance, because of negatives, because of good energies. So you cannot throw off that balance or else cause destruction which is not always a bad thing.
3: Mm-hmm. Sure. We're all too aware.
4: Marika, this evil guy, could this person potentially um, bring Buffalo back? I know that Frogmarch had told me that there were some people maybe not necessarily associated with the monastery that could potentially bring him back. Did he seem Did like she that sort finish
3: answering my question?
4: I'm oh, sorry. <laughs> I, I was like, wait, wait, wait.
5: One, one at a time, please. Sorry. Mevil is, is a man of strength, of endurance, of uh, brain, of heart. Uh, he is not a man of magics, of gods. These elements, it is becoming more balanced, more honed. Like the monks themselves, this storm is created by powerful worshippers of some sort of elements... Whether they mean it or not, Marika cannot know. But such energy can only be used for destructive purposes, which Marika does not mind. Mm. The storm cannot move from where it is. So your best choices of answers, Marika thinks is at its source. Mm -hmm. The ritual required to make such things is dangerous. And the more time they have to perform this ritual, the safer it will become. Um... Mm.
3: So time is of the essence if we're going for to sure. restore the balance. Um, mm-hmm. Marika,
5: do you know of any dragons that live up on this mountain? Oh, there is one great dragon on this glacier. There are two white worms. Oh. Not many people know this, but oh. Marika has seen them. It's
3: equal in power? <laughs> rivals? No, not
5: equal in power. No, not rivals. One a uh, snow-white rimarays. Marika has much respect for this worm. It leads all the other races. One... A much larger version of your friend, a dragon, that bears its fangs like ice crystals, that bears its talons like Marika's sharpened bones, but the crushing power of twenty of Marika's people. It lives out on the glacier as well.
3: Do you, is there any, do you think it could be connected to the storm and why this is happening? That it might have recruited people to do this? And I just uh, recount for her a little bit about what we've learned about the dragons are trying sure. to organize. and.
5: Marika but. knows that dragons are jealous. They are power hungry. And they will do anything they can to get this. They hate when others take over their land, but the monastery is not easily overtaken. Marika would not put it past a dragon to start such a ritual, but it would take many hands to balance it. There's always a central focus. This focus should be destroyed, Marika thinks. Doing so would lead to the loss of their control and great destruction,
3: especially
4: mm. of the ritual itself. Mm. You mean killing the dragon?
3: No, I think she means the elemental stone,
4: stone or oh, you whatever to it is. Destroy the elemental stone.
0: Or move it out of their
3: yeah, is there circles, a way to, or? If we might need it for some future use against the dragons, is there a way to stop the
5: ritual and preserve it? Oh... You want to do the ritual
4: yourselves. Only if the ritual will stop the tear fall. The we Mar- want to have options.
5: The way Marika understands it, you have three. One is to go home and mind your own business. Too late. Two <laughs> is to disrupt the ritual and destroy everything near it. Which Marika, Marika thinks is not too. such a bad idea. Three is to perform the ritual yourselves. Make it do what you want to do instead. Mm. What do you think, Adelaide? Let's become gods, y'all. Does
6: the Frostmaiden have anything to say about this? I think the more power in our hands, the better.
0: I think so, too. Either way, if we're going to do the ritual ourselves, we're probably going to have
5: to kill him. (laughs) If you decide to do option three, the people themselves doing the ritual aren't the anchors. In order to gain control of it, you will have to break their focus. Replace them? You understand Mm. what I mean when I say break. Their focus?
3: I'm Absolutely. Sure. I
4: gotta
5: something. jump up there and Bring wave him. my like dick and balls in there. Marika would not only see yeah. their spirit broken, but also their bones and bodies. But someone must take control of those focuses, or else your storm will spin out of control. I can huh. I could probably do that. Um,
3: it'll probably take all of us, I'm guessing. Yeah. We'll see how many.
5: Rituals yeah. such as these, they are tricky things. You must gain control of them as quickly as possible. The longer someone is separated from their focus on such a thing, the more dangerous it becomes. This is very exciting. Would we
3: need special <laughs> skills to be able to do this, or can anyone step in You only
5: need to suffer the consequences mm-hmm. for as long as possible. Does everybody... You it? think that their bodies are the only ones that you will break? Marika does not want you walking in as fools. What, the, what does that mean? Your We're, bodies may break
4: as well.
3: It means yeah. that magic comes with a price. Yeah.
4: Hmm. Will Patches need to know how to read for this?
5: <laughs> Marika does not know how, know how to read.
4: Oh, sweet.
6: Oh. Any more. Um, don't worry, I've got you. We, we <laughs> can, we'll, can we'll read. We'll tell you what <laughs> to do. That. She, <laughs> walks, she, so she walks
2: over to her seat, and as she does, Adelaide, she attempts to pick you up by the back of your clothes. Do you, wanna, do you let her?
6: Has she done this before to me? She hasn't done it before. Um, no.
2: She attempts to pick you up by the back of your clothes. What are you going to do instead?
6: I'm going to duck away.
2: She looks over to you, and as you duck, her hand stops, and she says, Be still. You are Marika's friend. Marika only wishes to say goodbye before we eat a last meal. That's
6: true. Okay. She grabs you
2: by your clothes, and she walks over to this big bone that she was sitting on, and your feet are just, like, dragging the ground (laughs) as she's holding you. She sits down heavily, and she pulls you up and sits you, like, on her lap, almost like a child. And as she's sitting in front of the fire, she doesn't say much else. Um, She sits, and she looks into it for a long time, and she
5: says... The soup will be ready soon.
6: I hug her and I say, "Don't worry, I will bring power and destruction in Aurel's name." I and whisper she, that into her ear. Yeah,
2: and without much else, you just like you just since you're whispering it. She is she is insightful and she is wise, if nothing else. And as you whisper, instead of answering back, you just see a smile
5: crack. And we both understand her better than most, and no one understands Aurel. Enrique has tried for many years, but Enrique knows what she likes and what she doesn't. The Frostmaiden likes you.
6: Mm.
5: And she likes Marika.
6: Good. I like her too. Especially in this environment.
5: <laughs> her results may not always be the ones you want, but they will get you where you are meant to go.
6: Definitely. She's given me what I've needed when I've needed it. Yeah,
5: and she picks up another bone and she starts to carve it. If Marika's friends have other questions, Marika will answer them now. Otherwise, we will eat and you will go. I just funny how everybody that leaves us gets more yeah. buff while they're... Uh, so she, she serves this to you and she says... Remoraes do. Though I respect the Remoraeses, I still like their taste. Marika does not hunt for fun, as other frost giants do. It is why she was kicked out of her home. You only hunt to eat. You only hunt to gather. You don't hunt for sport. Marika does not smile
3: on this. They set us to fight for sport on the way here.
5: Oh, I'm sure that they did. Marika does not like the way that they act. They don't understand the balance of things. They're ignorant, they are bullheaded, ran by men. They know nothing. These men just want power. They just want to prove themselves. They don't want to understand the things around them. And because of this, all they know how to do is break and fight. They don't know how to weave. They don't know how to bend. Bending is more powerful than breaking, Marika thinks. For sure. But sometimes things need to be broken.
3: Marika, I think your common may not be good, but you're probably one of the most wise people we've met on our journeys. Thank you. Isn't
6: she the best? So She's glad amazing. We got to have this yeah, you've been here with event.
3: her for like a week at this point. Yeah.
6: Mm-hmm. I'm so glad Has she she to have met you my friend. She been talking in riddles friends? the whole
0: time. <laughs> she what? Yes, so she been talking in riddles the whole time.
6: Yeah, but, but <laughs> yeah, so she, she, I like she, it. She. I kind of like it. We're here for that. I had to work for her friendship. <laughs> that it can hurt. It's
1: that. okay, don't take it away from <laughs> <your> me. <matches. laughs>
2: Yeah, and so you all eat the stew, it's delicious, you all earn mm-hmm. a short rest. If anyone has a point of exhaustion or multiple points, you lose a point eating this stew that Marika has made that seems infused oh, with some nice sort of girl. Red Bull like energy.
3: You suck red one. Bull. I you feel cook. like
4: I have red wings. wings. I'm trying to go. This is exciting. Yeah. I bet Buffalo feels like he has buffalo wings right now.
6: I think we should go. Okay. I think the longer we wait, the more worrisome it becomes. Did we
4: figure yeah. out how far away the ritual is thing was? Not be? far,
2: probably. Yeah. It's, it's, up in the, long... it's as far up in the sky as the sky is up. Where Where
4: you have
3: to go find this other
2: dude. Monks? Mm-hmm. Maybe. Mm-hmm. R is along this cliff face, right? She told you that there was one who used to be a monk at the monastery that could help you that more. That could help us mm-hmm. take us to uh, where the, the... the... monastery seems to hold little interest to her. Even as you all mention it, she quickly changes it. She'll answer it quickly and then change the subject to something else. Where she likes to talk long and drawn out and strangely about most things, as soon as the is mentioned, you all like notice that she's like, yeah, okay, and then she'll move on to something else.
5: All right. Mm.
0: Um,
2: yeah, I'll ask for exact
5: directions, more or less. Walk along the cliff face. He found Marika when she was near. Then he will find you.
6: Perfect. Thank you, my friend. I hope to see you again soon.
5: Yes. Yeah. And, uh, in the
6: name of Oril. Wow. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. And she, like, as this is happening, she, like, breaks an icicle and she carves just a little bit into her hand. And as she does, she takes a little bit of this blood and she still has that bone marrow on her cheeks that she put on earlier. And in a very similar fashion, she paints this blood off of her hand onto each of Adelaide's cheeks. And she says,
5: Sisters with the Frost Mother, always. Marika will remember you, friend. Mm. I look over at Adelaide and I'm like, you just look
2: so cool.
6: Thank you so much. I've made so many friends, I even threw out my list because they didn't fit on it anymore.
2: Oh my god. <laughs> 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 yeah, and she picks you up by the scruff and, like, uh, the scruff, the scruff of your clothes. Yeah. <laughs> she lifts you up and she, like, kisses the top of your head like she mm-hmm. did guys. She sits you down on the floor.
5: Marika has said all she knows, unless you have more specific questions. And Marika can hear the winds outside. They howl it is time to move. For you.
3: I think we're out of questions. Me too. Good luck, my friend.
2: And you you hear her make some really strange fluttering, flitting noise with her tongue. It's hard to describe exactly how it is, but it is strangely deep for what might be a whistle. And you see Gumbel climb off of the Dossloo as Calista's putting it up as you're about to go. He flies over to her, sh- her shoulder, and he rubs his tiny little red head against hers. And you see how gentle she is with him. She places two enormous fingers just like right beside him and pushes him up to her. And you can see them just like love each other for just a moment. And she reaches over and she says, Be safe, little one.
5: Marika likes you.
2: And you hear him coo and purr, and you feel the comfort of him. And then he flies back over on the patches, and he tucks himself down into your leather armor. And you see his little claws and his little head come up and over it. And he's just this looking. And he's, like, the
3: cutest he's, in like, he's like, he's <laughs> like chittering, and he's flitting, and he's either.
2: purring, and like you can you can like feel his cold skin up against you. It's not as cold as it has been though. You all are going to set back out into this tundra.
3: Let's do yep. it. I think we are. All right.
2: The original gang is back together. You turn out of Marika's cave. All five of the original fans mm-hmm. of flame walking out still into this Marika's ice Marika's for Adelaide?
6: <laughs> oh, I don't need it. Please, oh, if, you're you're you're, if you're cold, go for it. But yeah, I'm Adelaide walks on this dress,
2: flapping. The buffalo is rattling around. Gumble tucks down into patches, and as you are walking out into this white void, this total white out, you can hear those winds howling and blowing all around you, and you start walking just along the side of the cliff face. And the cliff face does block this storm enough so that it's not barraging you as it has been these past seven days. You're able to like at least get a little reprieve, and it would still be inconvenient if you hadn't suffered the storm out on the tundra
3: before this. Because Callista loves the heat and hates the cold. As soon as they step outside, she's like, oh fuck. She runs back in real quick and puts her hand on the fur that she was. Is burritoed in and looks at Marika and says, May I?
2: Uh, roll a persuasion. <gasps>
0: I'll bring it back.
5: Come on, persuasion.
6: You can pay her for it. I'll give you money. <laughs> <Yeah. Pretty good. laughs> 25?
5: Uh, you beat her.
6: <laughs> she rolled pretty <laughs> high, though.
5: Marika does not mean to be rude. But if it means you will leave Marika be, you may have it.
3: Marika, I am a being that is built for heat. This place is wearing my soul.
5: Oh, Marika can appreciate the nature of things. Marika understands. Take it as your own. Thank you. And remember, Marika did not give this to you. The Wilderness did.
6: I am grateful to you and the Wilderness. You Do- come out in your fur, and I rub your back, and I'm like, don't worry, you'll get used to yeah, the cold. I, I really <laughs> won't.
1: <laughs>
4: I really remember, want. Get out of my fucking cave.
2: And remember, I'm sick of your fucking face. Time to go. <laughs> that was some weird shit.
3: Yeah. But so I, I burrito up again and come out, and there's totally going to be, like, a song
6: about the furs and Rika. <laughs> wow, you guys are so overdressed. I'm just, like, basically naked out in the cold. <laughs> Did you guys like my friend Marika? Isn't she awesome? Yeah, she's she incredible. Yeah, hey, I'll
0: pass. No, I'm just kidding. Um, she's She'll pass cool. It's cool. Yeah, I wish she was just a little more straightforward.
6: That's not how she works.
0: Yeah, All she right. she? but she? I can
6: tell you what I know. I don't know much, but I think you know. I will tell you what I know.
0: Same. I can't even read, girl.
6: <laughs> I don't know. What happened?
0: <laughs> I.
2: you just feeling <laughs> you can't read.
0: But <laughs> I... so we're friends. Yeah, totally. Um, and as we're walking to see Meevil or Meevil, um, Meevil the When Mieville. we, so the last time we saw Yonis' Asis, the second time, I was in uh, Raven's Bluff, and I drank, like, a feigned death potion to, like, make this big dramatic death scene. Like, Lander did this to us kind of thing. It was like I did in front of everybody. Anyway, wow. to, to get me back... Which, I guess I don't know that you did this. You don't know. Anyway, I came back. I don't know anything. All right, so when I came back. Um,
6: You're really tiny.
0: When, anyway, when I woke up, I couldn't read. I couldn't fucking read. I That's can't read. That's
6: what brain cells dying will do to you.
0: You think of brain cells dying?
2: God damn it. Didn't think of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> anyway.
6: How could you? It's OK, we'll teach you I've right actually
0: end. also been trying to really learn how to read. Funnily so.
6: enough, I have a power that I can read any writing at all, ever, thanks to AriL. We've got this covered. Same girl.
0: That's like the exact. You do too? Hell yeah! Lessons level. Oh well.
6: Baby (laughs) stuff. Do you have to cast a spell for it though? I can do a ritual. I can just do it. I will.
1: Girl,
0: our tongues is much
4: better than copying languages.
6: Back to the oh, no, I have one also the Eldritch. Like, I can just
4: read all writing. Oh, Do okay. I need yeah. to pull out my wiener and measure it too, or can we go down the fucking glacier? <laughs>
6: Somebody's jealous.
4: I mean, right. I am jealous, <laughs> I, can't, I, can't I can't read it all, them. much less
2: <laughs> everything.
6: That's okay. We're, We're just always in a loving competition. Chatting as we travel. It. Yeah.
2: You all are just bantering through these yeah. glaciers I as can you push travel. I Um, and as you are traveling you hear this wind it is roaring around you the side of this black cliff rises up there is blue and white ice all over it is hanging down it is dripping just a little bit but these huge crazy looking icicles form almost like a frozen waterfall coming down this cliff and as you all are walking into it you hear this wind ripping up this cliff it's obvious that it's like pushing up against the cliffside, and there's nowhere to go so it rips out and you can just hear it like howling down at you it comes down off the cliff it comes up through the tundra and as we the session, you all start to realize that that howling isn't just coming from the wind. <gasps> and we'll end the session right there.
1: Right, okay, episode 48.
2: Woo-hoo! Welcome
4: back, to
6: Adelaide. Yay. Thank you.
4: Where are all-
5: Well, hey there, listeners. I bet you thought that I went back to the 27th Dead world and I was still just floating around our spooky style waiting to into your ears at the end of the episode. Well, guess what, motherfuckers? Buffalo's here, and he's here to stay. What's that? Oh, okay, never mind about that. This spell is about to fade completely forever. Well, I got a couple things I want to say before I fade back into the ethereal. And I just want to leave you guys with a couple of things to think about. And I'm not talking about existential dread here. Nothing. Being dead ain't all as bad as people make it out to be. Anyway... Dying the gang, you know, they mean well. And stuff doesn't always work out exactly the way that they think it will. But that doesn't mean that they have good intentions. I mean, look at me. They all love me very much. And I'm dead, man. I'm fucking dead. Anyway, there are a lot of different ways that you can support them. They're out there looking out for everybody. And I figure that the least we can do is look out for them. If you want to, well, head on over to Dice Envy, be their number one fans, you can pick yourself up a pair of dice. I heard that they got bone dice. hopefully not made out of buffalo. And I heard they've got see-through dice, kind of like me. I'm a spooky, ethereal buffalo ghost. But if you head on over there, they've got all kinds of other dice that are going to suit you just fine in this life and the next. You can enter the code HITDICEPART at out and get 10% off. Tell them Buffalo sent you. In addition to that, if you want to be friends with Guy and the gang of the Hit Dice people, you, you can friend them on social media. They're on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Their handle on all of them is Hit dice Pod, and don't worry, I know what you're thinking. But this is a virtual friendship; it ain't a real life friendship. So there's no chances they're gonna to get to cross by shambling around, and you're gonna be in a lot of pain all the way up until you die. <laughs> no, there's no chance of that whatsoever. Lastly, you gotta let everybody in the living and the dead world know what you like about the Hit dash Podcast. Head on over to your podcast provider; you're probably on it right now, listening to your dear old belated dead buffalo friend just hit the five stars i mean the amount of time i've been talking to you here and the amount of time that a buffalo's been whispering in your sweet little ears you could have just hit the five stars it doesn't take very long now come on and do it before you get crushed by some sort of shambling mound or a fire of or a dragon anyway my point is it doesn't take long and if you are all caught up on the hit dice podcast or just looking for something else to listen to Head on over and check out their friends. All Hail you is another Real Play Dungeons & Dragons podcast. has an evil campaign. And if you want more Dungeons & Dragons discussions in your life, <laughs> well, you don't got to summon a ghost with some kind of medium to get that. You can head on over to our buddy Mage Productions. He's got all kinds of cool discussions with all the people you want to talk to in the Dungeons & Dragons community. Oh! Oh, God, okay, well, holy shit, I'm fading away. Oh, shit. Oh, this whole pressure's on, I can feel myself fading. I'm going back to the, what am I going to say last? Oh, uh, oh, 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 uh, peace out, bitches.